Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining us today is Brother Caleb Rairdon, a layman at Northwest Bible Baptist Church and a graduate of Providence Baptist College. And we're happy to have you again with us today. Thank you. Last time we talked a little bit about um, a, the concept of going to four years of Bible college when you weren't necessarily called to preach and uh, how, you know, regardless, it wasn't a waste of time. It was a benefit to you and helped you with what you're doing today. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk a little bit about what you're doing today now. Okay. Um, you're not in full-time ministry, but you are in ministry. You right. are an integral part of the ministry of Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Uh, you're part of the music ministry. We sing together in a men's yes. quartet. Have been doing that for I don't even know how many years now. Four or five years. Yeah, probably something like that. And um, but one of the other things that uh, has you really involved is a as a Sunday school teacher mm-hmm. in our church. And you've got this particular niche age that is pretty awesome to be involved in, and a, also a great responsibility as well. It's the young singles. We're talking about you. You know, single adults that have just graduated high school all the yep. way up to about age 29. Yes. And I want you to you know, tell us a little bit about why that is such an important age group and why it's such a big responsibility. Yeah, I think it, I ultim- I, I think it is a big uh, responsibility. And it's an age group that sometimes, I won't say the word forgotten, um, because I don't think they're forgotten, but... Sometimes it's, it's they kind of fit in a weird spot, right? You've got so many ministries in your church designed for teenagers, right? Sure. You've got your youth group. You've got camps. You've got conferences. You've got all these kinds of things that it's designed around teenagers. And then you've got, obviously, naturally married adults. They're kind of the lifeblood of the church, right? They've mm-hmm. got the kids in the church or the Christian school or what have you. And they're involved because their kids are in those ministries you mentioned exactly. before. Right. So you've got this weird in-between, I'm not a kid anymore, right. and I'm not married, and I don't even have my own kids right. situation. Yeah, it's almost this little island, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of important decisions, and this is something I talk about in my class. I mean, almost every week my, my class would tell you. The most important, some of the most important decisions of your life are made between the ages of 18 and 29, mm-hmm. right? We always talk about how teenagers, your character is made in your teenagers, and I, I believe that's true, and I see that in young adults. But the opportunity to make decisions based upon those character traits that you built, mm-hmm. those decisions are actually made 18 to 29, right? Yeah. You don't make a lot of those pivotal life-changing decisions as a teenager, you make them in this age group. And, um, you know, sometimes there can be uh, a lack of direction, right? Um, I've talked about this in our previous podcast, uh, talked about having a plan, right? Mm-hmm. There can be a lack of a plan in life, unfortunately. There's a lot of things that I try to talk with my class about in, mm-hmm. in, on Sundays and in, in activities, and just in one-on-one interactions, which is a huge part of my, if you want to call it my ministry in that area, a lot of the interaction I make is not in the classroom on Sunday morning. It's that week-to-week, day-to-day, texting, calling, sitting, having lunch or dinner with these guys and, and lady, my wife with the ladies. Um, that's it, a huge part of it because that's such a pivotal age. Well, I think you're absolutely right. Well... Now, I teach a married, young married couples class. The interaction, is, I think, is more crucial for you to be with them on a day-to-day basis rather right. than once a week because, you know, my couples, 
if they don't have any interaction, they have each other, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and they're busy no, with true. their little marriage, their little home, yeah. they're maybe having their first child or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So if they don't get a text from me, you know, in a particular week, it's not going to ruin them. <laughs> but it can, if you're a young, single person, it can really make your day when yeah. your Sunday school teacher interacts with you and mm-hmm. is involved in your daily life. Yeah. I think that's you. Some of them, some, sometimes they might feel isolated, right? Because maybe, you know, not once again, they don't, they have no actual relationship with their old youth pastor, right? They're supposed to be beyond that, right? So that youth pastor role is gone. And I'm not saying I'm the youth pastor of the adult singles by any means, but they still have that desire for one-on-one interaction and um, one-on-one sometimes counseling or, or just asking them, Hey man, what's your, what's your plan for, you know, your job? How's your job going? What Mm -hmm. do you do for work? What do you enjoy about your job? You know, little things like that. Um, can help them to solidify who they are, right? They're mm-hmm. deciding at the end of the day, they're deciding who they're going to be. What's my relationship with church going to be? What's my relationship with God going to be? What's my relationship with other Christians going to be? It's a super pivotal time. And so having, while they don't have a youth pastor, having someone that they can bounce those ideas or struggles off of, I think can be really helpful. I don't know if I was just really advanced on this thought, but... As, as someone who's single, 18, I think they need to make that decision of where am I going to be in 10 years? Right. Here I am, 18, just graduated high school. Where am I going to be in 10 years? Right. When I'm 28, where will I be? Will I be married? Maybe, yes, maybe no. Yeah. Uh, but will I be in church? Right. If I am married, is my wife going to be a Christian? Yeah. Is she going to be have no problem coming to church with me every single Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, like I've been raised? Right. Uh, are we going to have kids? Are our kids going to be in a Christian home? What, what? And all of that is determined by some kind of conscious decision. They've grown up. They've developed that character like you talked about as a teenager. But now it's time to act mm-hmm. on everything you've been taught. Yeah. And as a 15-year-old, you know, that's kind of when I made that decision. Gotcha. I had gotten in trouble in school. Yeah. You know, I had that you know, come to Jesus moment. You know, you're like, okay, I was saved. But it, it, it was, what do I see myself doing in 10 years? And, right. you know, I saw myself at 25 in the future. I'm like, well, a 25-year-old me is going to be a college graduate, probably married with kids. Wow. Am I going to be in church? Is my family going to be in church? And it all came to pass. At yeah. age 25, I was married, had kids, and, yeah. you know, I had a career, and that was all That's certain, not by accident. Yeah. It, right. it, had, it was purposeful. It was goal-oriented. Right. So if you could, could you talk a little bit about some of the topics? I mean... Obviously, when you're a Sunday school teacher, you're given a pack of lessons and you're going maybe chapter by chapter through a particular book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you let that that drive your topics or do you try to insert some key (laughs) topics as you teach to this little niche group? Yeah, I I think the Bible does a good job of inserting its own topics. It really does. If you let it and if you are looking in specific books of the Bible, it's awesome, right? I'll I'll tell you, we've gone through a lot of the Pauline epistles and real world young adult topics are addressed all throughout it. I mean, we don't even have to start talking about the books of Timothy, but that's an excellent Mm. place to start. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think that my lessons do have that. I always look at my lesson from the perspective that they are in. Right. Um, you you made a really good point about, you know, looking 10 years down the road. I think sometimes and I talk about this in my class. Sometimes we look at for a single adult, we look at marriage as the next thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the next event before I can do anything. So I have to get married. And while that should be important, that should be a focus. 
you can do other things in the meantime. You can be serving in a ministry. Mm-hmm. You can be have a, a good handle on your finances. You can be tithing. You can be giving to missions. You can be giving to you know other programs in your church. You should be involved in your ministry. You should be orienting yourself in such a way that you're somebody worth dating, right, or worth being that's married to. Yeah. All often we're looking for this person that's worthy of being married, but we're not ready ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so, if you're looking to marry a good Christian girl, I talk to guys. You're looking to marry a good Christian. Are you a good Christian guy, right? Are you ready to find? If that girl comes along, would they even be interested in you yeah. with what you do in your church and your service to your church and how you have a handle on your finances, things like mm-hmm. that? Um, so I talk a lot about those topics, and I'm coming at it from a male perspective, but I think there's female uh, perspective that can be had there too. My wife does a really good job with that and talking with our ladies. Um, but a lot of those topics are done you know, through the lesson right, and through the teaching. But a lot of those topics are talked about outside of the teaching, just in the preliminaries of our class. We talk through uh, praises. We, we go through prayer requests, understanding that God's real. Right. And he wants to work in our life. And sometimes, especially with a single adult, it's easy, especially if you're isolated and you work all week and you you come to Bible, you come to to church and you see these married couples that are maybe your same age. It can be discouraging. Mm -hmm. Right. And in understanding that God still wants to work in your life. Right. Maybe your plan isn't going exactly how you think it should go. But understanding that God's still working in your life, he can still have you see souls saved. He can still have see you have visitors to church. He can still see you um, working in a ministry and, 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 and growing and, and helping others grow. I think that kind of talk, even before you get into your lesson, super important. And trying to be a good example of that, I'm not the perfect example of that by any means, but I try to be an example that the ministry is fun, right? Yeah. And not full-time ministry. I'm not in full-time, but being in the ministry is fun, and serving God is fun, and church is a, is a fun thing, and studying God's Word is a fun thing. Um, and I'm not trying to make it something that it's not, right? It's not mm-hmm. rah-rah teenager, you know, camp and youth conference stuff, but it can be real to you. And uh, I think, it, it's honestly, it starts before you even open the Bible for your lesson. It can. I like that, because it doesn't have to be your teaching even in the preliminaries, you're mm-hmm. teaching not just when when you say open your Bible. That's not when the lesson starts. The right. lesson started right. before even Sunday school started when they're walking in the door, when you're talking with them in yeah. the conversation. I like um, what you were talking about as well, where they can see themselves as, you know, as contributing to doing something, right? Not waiting for some monumental, you know, marriage, marriage moment or whatever, right. you know, or whatever that thing is, yeah. whatever or they're the waiting job. for. Yeah, this right. job. Or once I graduate from the secular college, I'm going to being what I need to be today, yep. and not giving any excuses for why I'm not. Right. Um, I think a lot of singles can look at, um, you know, the old, the married couples in their church and say, yeah, when I'm that, then I'll be. What I need, but they need to understand that what they are is they're the future backbone of our church. And I should say, shouldn't even say future backbone. They are the backbone of our church. Right now, they can be you know the motivator, the bringing visitors to church. Right. Your class is unique because we have a Bible college here. Half your class are legit enrolled Bible college students. Right. The other half is not. Yes. And I think the ones that are not 
sometimes can look at the Bible college students like, oh, yeah, they're the ones that are supposed to bring the visitors. Right. No. no absolutely not. In fact, those people are going away. When they graduate they Bible will be college, gone. they yeah. will be gone. And guess who will still be here? Right. You. And if anybody needs to be bringing the visitors, it's the people that are staying yes. at the very least. Yeah. It's really, it's taking responsibility and taking ownership for your church. Yeah. Right. Um, this is my church. This is the place that I go to Sunday school. This is the place where I serve. I'm going to invite people to come. I'm going to be involved in the ministry. I'm going to have that responsibility. Mm. And that, honestly, in single adults, that can be something that can be a struggle is responsibility. You have to actively seek out responsibility, right? Um, because if you don't, I think the tendency is to fill your time with things that really aren't worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm speaking specifically about young men, um, but with young men, you can fill your time with things that are just not going to add any value to your life. They're not going to add any value to God's will for your life, for mm-hmm. sure, or God's ministry. Um, you can, what, it's not all bad things, right? Whether it's sports or, or video games or, or whatever the pursuit is, I think for young adults, I think the struggle can be finding that responsibility. When you're a married man, you assume that responsibility, yeah. right? When she walks down the aisle, you have that responsibility. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice, okay? Uh, but if you're a young, single man, you have to determine that I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to be disciplined. You have to be proactive in seeking the responsibility. Right. For myself. It's not going to come knocking on your door. Right. The right. only thing that comes knocking on your door is time wasters, video games or whatever oh, yeah. you know, that yeah. you're doing. And it does. And, and uh, so that responsibility, that ownership is something I talk about, you know, and like you said, it's intimidating, right? Because I've got Bible college students that are studying the Bible all week that are in there and it can be intimidating for my non-Bible college students, but I don't think any less of them. Um, just as I remember going back to visit my home church when I was a Bible college student and seeing guys that maybe didn't go to Bible college or guys that were just working in the church. I didn't, as a Bible college student, I didn't think any of th- yeah. less of them, but I, I would hope that they would never think less of themselves. Sure. Right. And so that's what I, I want to make sure that my young adults understand is don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Right. Um, have responsibility, have a desire, have a plan, take ownership. If only they knew our Bible college students as well as I know them. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they wouldn't be intimidated right. I know at myself all. in Bible college, right? No way. No way. So let's talk a little bit about the topics. You're, you talk about money issues. Yes. What, what are some of the advice that you give so that's a, that's a personal desire of mine, a personal interest to me because yeah. I work in financial industry, right? Okay. So I have a personal kind of vested interest, interest in it. My class will laugh because it kind of finds its way into <laughs> you know, each topic because I think it's an important thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it's a sign of character, um, being able to take care of your money. And unfortunately, I've seen uh, over the few years that I've been doing this, I've seen so many young men get themselves in such a bind financially because they just don't know how to manage their money. Yeah. And being a steward of what God's given us is just as important as other things, but sometimes I, I think we just don't put the focus on it that we need. So taking care of your money, um, understanding you know what it takes to be a married man. As you, I'm yeah. sure you know, once you're married, that financial burden there, that responsibility you can't just go out and spend money on whatever you want, right? Um, yeah. You have to have that locked down. So helping them um, with that is an important thing. Um, you talk about career goals with them. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the things that you talk to them about and advice you give them? 
I think God's blessed me um, with the unique opportunity because I'm not in the ministry full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know exactly where they're coming from. Even though I chose to go to Bible college for four years, sure. I still went to a secular college for mm-hmm. four years, right? And um, I think God and, and our church needs laymen, not just laymen that you know just show up for church, but laymen that work hard, mm-hmm. right? And that work hard in their job and tithe and give to the missions and and raise a family um, and are, are, are just good, hardworking men. And so having a career, I, I push them not to have a job, to have a career, right? And I've got guys that come out of high school and they have a good job, right? And maybe that's a job that they want to grow into a career. There are some guys that have that. Some yeah. of them, you know, it's a job that probably doesn't have much in ways of, a you know, career aspirations. I always push them to aim at the, the highest, the best possible version of what they're interested in, right? What I is like that? what you said, you know, you're trying to aim them not for a job, but toward a career. And right. so many, you know, when you graduate high school, you have to settle for a job. Right. <laughs> you know, right. It's your first real work experience outside yeah. of high school. And, but, you know, eventually you need to get to the point of, okay, where is this taking me? Yeah. Yeah. And your 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 advice about looking ten years in the future, you, you said it's it's kind of trite, but I think it's it's very valuable, mm-hmm. and it's something that shouldn't be discounted, right? Look at yourself five, ten years, and say what 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 ha- will I have learned from the job I'm in mm-hmm. that I maybe I could take somewhere else, right? What are those skills that I'll learn? Um, how could I better myself? How could I push myself in some way to to uh, improve myself day over day? Right, it's a daily thing. So not just settling for a paycheck, yeah. right? Um, if you're going to be like, for me personally, my thought was always, hey, if I'm going to be a layman in the church, I'm and I'm going to work a secular job. I'm going to work that job as best I can. I'm going to be a good example of what a Christian is at the at the at the job site, and I'm going to work as hard as I can and try to be the best at it. Right. So having that desire and that motivation to do that, something sometimes I have to try to instill in young mm-hmm. adults. And, and usually the best way to do that is just asking questions. Yeah. What, what interests you? You know, what are you interested in? What, you know, what do you like about your job? What do you not like about your job? And that, that gets their wheels turning sometimes. They start to think about, oh, you know what? I really like this specific thing. Maybe this field is something that I would be better yeah. suited for. And it's been interesting to see now having stuck around for a little bit, seeing some of those men make those kind of interesting decisions and career decisions and some of them now are married men that are doing pretty good and it's just a blessing to see. Well, I hope this is a blessing to um, those that maybe are teaching a class like yours or yeah, dealing so. with these young couples uh, in a church setting. And a young couples class, or not a young couples, but a young singles class, excuse me, uh, can definitely be more than a real life version of Christian Mingle. Uh, right, it's, right. It's, it's actually character building and yeah. biblical instruction. Yeah, and, and it's fun that. too. Yeah. It's fun too. It, like we have so much fun in that class. Activities are great. Um, we have lots of fun activities that we try to get people to talk to each other and, and enjoy, you know, Chris, Christian camaraderie because they need it. Yeah. There's enough pressure out there in the world. They need Christian um, interaction. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah. And if you want to check out our other episodes, check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Also check out our audio-only platforms as well. Thanks so much for joining us.